Hi, this is Dr. John Day. Welcome to the Longevity Plan Podcast. Today, we are on episode number 228, and our topic is three reasons why reading books extends lifespan by two years. A recently published study of 3,635 people shows that reading books extends lifespan by two years. Could longevity really be that easy? I mean, it can't get much easier than that. In this podcast, I'm going to review this study and then share three reasons why it's actually possible that this life extension method could actually work. So let's first dive into the study. And this study was done by Dr. Becca R. Levy and colleagues from Yale University. And they came up, this study, it was a brilliant study. And how did they get there? Well, it's well known that education extends life. So Dr. Levy and her team wanted to know if there is something about reading, you know, maybe lifelong reading. We know that formal education can extend life, but is there something about reading that could also have that same life extension benefit? So to answer these questions, they studied 3,635 people, and then they followed these people over the course of 12 years. Their main finding in this study was that those people reading books more than 30 minutes a day live 23% longer. So if you miss that, 20, so 30 minutes a day. So reading for 30 minutes a day, you live 23% longer. Now you may say, well, what does 23% mean? Well, this 23% better survival translated into two extra years of life. So it really can't get much easier than that. Reading books, 30 minutes or more each day, two extra years of life. So you get that extra time to read your books. Now, as these types of observational studies are not always accurate, and we've talked about that before, we covered it last week on the podcast, Dr. Levy wanted to make sure they weren't missing anything big that could possibly skew their results. So to this end, they statistically controlled for age, sex, race, education, other medical problems, self-related health, wealth, marital status, and depression. So with a very fancy statistical model, they tried to control for all of these things which are known to affect longevity and might skew the results to try to see, drill down, does reading book, reading books extend life? Now, interestingly, they found that not only does reading books give you a 23% longer life, which translated two extra years of life in the study, but what you choose to read really does matter. For example, those people in the study who read newspapers, magazines, and other things, you know what? They didn't live any longer than did the people who weren't reading at all. Lastly, not only did reading books extend lifespan, but the quality of their life was also improved. Book readers enjoyed much better cognitive function over the 12 years of the study when compared to those who read other things or they they just didn't read at all. So how is it that reading books extends your life? What makes books so special? While there are no clear answers yet, I personally have three reasons why this might be the case. So let's quickly go through. Number one, stress reduction. 
most people read books for pleasure and enjoyment. And as a byproduct of reading, most people become entranced in their book and they forget about their daily stresses. It's almost as if they're taken to another world. Thus, stress reduction could be the reason why book readers lived two years longer in the study. For example, studies show that people who perceive that their lives are stressful age their telomeres by 10 years. In other words, chronic stress may shorten your life by 10 years. So if a good book can help you to reduce stress, then that could help explain why reading books extends lifespan. It could also help to answer why the potentially stress-inducing newspapers and magazines don't seem to extend life. So that was number one, stress reduction. Number two, cognitive training. Reading a good book trains the mind. Books require a form of deep concentration. Book readers have to focus on their words, focus on the sentence structures, and then draw conclusions that relate to their own personal experience, their personal lives. All of this cognitive training may provide a survival advantage. For example, studies show that someone who has graduated from college is destined to live nine years longer on average than someone who never graduated from high school. When it comes to reading newspapers and magazines, very little brain power is required. Thus, cognitive training is largely absent when reading a newspaper or reading a magazine. While this study didn't explore, say, reading that comes from uh, surfing the internet or reading Facebook posts, I suspect the cognitive benefit of internet surfing or reading Facebook posts is probably no different than that of a newspaper or magazine. you got to really get into something more complex, like a book, to get the cognitive benefit. So number one, as we talked about, stress reduction. Number two, cognitive training. Number three, increased emotional intelligence. Lastly, Books may improve our emotional intelligence. In other words, as we are immersed in a good book, getting into the lives of the characters, getting into their thoughts, feelings, emotions, it can help us to develop empathy toward others. And this increased emotional intelligence that comes from empathy may actually improve our own social connections and thereby promote longevity. For example, studies show that when it comes to longevity, Real social connections may play a larger role than obesity or even smoking, as newspapers and magazines generally don't foster increased empathy for others, they wouldn't be expected to have that same survival benefit. So a couple of questions that I'm sure you probably are thinking about when we're talking about how book reading may extend your life by two years. What about fiction versus nonfiction books? And one unanswered question from this study is, does it matter if your book is fiction or nonfiction? Sadly, Dr. Levy and her team didn't drill down to find out what types of books offer the greatest longevity benefit. Suffice it to say, both fiction and nonfiction books were included in this study. Next big question. Um, Does the book have to be a traditional book, you know, one with pages that you actually have to turn in order to count for a longer lifespan? Personally, I hope it doesn't matter how you digest the book. As an avid listener of audiobooks, I love audiobooks. In fact, I listen to Audible. I listen to it during my daily workout. I listen to it during my daily commute into the hospital. 
And so I'm counting on all of these audiobooks that I listen to and digest that they will give me these extra two years of life. I don't want to leave these two years of life on the table just because I'm not one who likes to turn the traditional page with a book. I like audiobooks. I like to be physically active when I'm listening to books. So let's bring it all home. What's the take-home message of this study? The key takeaway from the study is that reading books for more than 30 minutes daily may lengthen your life by two years. In my opinion, reading books has to be one of the absolute easiest ways to extend your life. Whether this life extension benefit is due to stress reduction, cognitive training, or increased emotional intelligence, it really isn't clear yet. There isn't a whole lot of research in this area. In addition to a longer life, reading books may also help you to enjoy your life more. As was observed in this study, book reading not only extended life, but also improved cognitive function. Of course, while it seems very plausible that reading books extends lifespan, this should be taken with a grain of salt. As this was an observational study, there could be many other reasons why book readers tend to live longer. So if you aren't a book reader yet or an avid book reader or a daily book reader, might I suggest, and I'm going to take this liberty here, might I suggest you start with our new book, The Longevity Plan. The critics love this book. We got great reviews from all the critics. If you go on Amazon, we've had just absolutely the most beautiful uh, reviews from people, how they shared how this book has transformed their lives, changed the lives of their family members, and how they're now gifting it to everyone that they come in contact with. They're just great testimonials of it. It's a great book. Everything I've learned for the last five years is all condensed in that easy-to-read book. And it, it must be doing well as we continue to remain number one in our category bestseller on Amazon. So there must be something there. And I think it's now the word of mouth that's really keeping the book going strong. So if you haven't read it yet, please do so. Leave us a review on Amazon after you've read the book. If you haven't rated this podcast yet, it would be great if you could leave us a review. These reviews, whether it's on Amazon for the book or it's on iTunes for or wherever you listen to your fine podcasts for this podcast, these reviews help us to get our message more broadly so that we can help more people. So many people are unnecessarily suffering from medical conditions that can be prevented or even reversed. Lastly, if you haven't yet signed up for my free weekly newsletter, you want to. There's so much information there that doesn't make it to the website, doesn't make it on this podcast. So to go VIP and get the inside scoop, make sure you sign up for my free weekly newsletter. And in the process of doing so, you can also get a free copy of the book Simplicity, both the audiobook version as well as the PDF version. So, so much there you won't want to miss. There was a lot there. So let's bring this to a close. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, Keep living better. Thank you for listening to the Dr. John Day Show. Now is the time for you to live better. Go to drjohnday.com to sign up for Dr. Day's newsletter, daily success tools, and more. It's never too late to change.